Hello, welcome to the Corporate Hustle Podcast hosted by your truly Demetria Samuels. This is a place where you can get strategies, information, tips, techniques on how to truly build a business while you still work. Multiple streams of income are important. And here on the Corporate Hustle Podcast, we talk about how to get to the bag inside and outside. Happy New Year, Corporate Hustlers. Welcome to another episode of the Corporate Hustle Podcast hosted by me, Demetria Samuels. I'm so excited to be in the new year. Even though it's February, I am finally finding my stride. Um, You know, my daughter is now nine months old. We're finally getting a routine. We're starting to make sure that we pump out some content. We are planning for the Corporate Hustle Virtual Summit, which I'll tell you more about at the end of this episode. But for this episode, I decided to interview Latia Wyatt, also known as the Coco Student. And that's because in the middle of a pandemic, transitioning jobs, getting her um, advanced degrees, I believe she's getting her PhD right now, she found a way to write a children's book go on a tour and start a consulting company helping people like you and I start our own or publish our own children's books, self-publishing them. So I just think that that's awesome that she found a way to put away the excuses and to actually begin to execute and implement her dreams and her ideas and make them profitable. She honed into her skill set and got it done. And that's why I brought her to the Corporate Hustle Podcast. Welcome to this episode of the Corporate Hustle Podcast hosted by yours truly, Demetria Samuels. I am so excited that I have a legend in the making with us today. She is going to be a, what it, what it, what it, wait, what do they call it when you're um, um polar surprise? Is that what writers are? That's what writers are, I believe, right? Yeah. So that's what she's going to be in the future. <laughs> so I had to bring her on to the Corporate Hustle podcast because she truly knows how to juggle several things at the same time and is always progressing and moving and shaking. So without further ado, I want to introduce Latia Wyatt. Tell the audience about yourself. So um, I am originally from Hope, Arkansas, but I live in Atlanta, Georgia now. I've been here almost it'll be nine years this year. Um, and yeah, I guess someone say I'm a certified Georgia peach, but I don't know about that just yet. Um, so um, I got into writing. Well, I, I started writing just poetry and short stories. Um, in junior high school. And then I kind of stopped more so um, at the beginning of of college, obviously, because I got a little busy. But here and there, I found myself writing. So in 2015, I started, I wrote a children's book. I was like, okay, since romance novels and all that kind of stuff, I love to read them, but I don't think I can write it because my attention span is kind (laughs) of short. So I was like, I'll try children's books because it's fun and colorful, and my background is in print journalism, so I've always liked um, magazines or anything tangible. So I wrote um, the first book, 2015. I wrote the second coloring book, well, the first coloring book in 2015, but I decided to put it out late because I was holding on to it, and I, <laughs> I was holding on to it for a long time, and 2020 happened, and I became unemployed, and so I was like, okay, what can I do um, that still helps me to spark creativity so I'm not, like, kind of down in the dumps? So I just decided to get with um, an illustrator. Well, actually, I had gotten with an illustrator months before, and the first part 
at the end of December 2019, but something happened where it wouldn't upload on Amazon, which is the platform that I'm using. So I stopped. I was like, okay, maybe it's not my time. And so things just kind of happened when they were supposed to. And now I'm here with two books. Awesome. So wait, you guys, if y'all could have seen me over here with the eye roll because <laughs> she wrote the books in 2015 and did not release them until 2020. Right. But everything is in God's timing. So that is awesome sauce. So take us back, though. You said that you were really good at, um, you know, junior high writing and then in college you let it go. But for your actual profession, what did you actually do? for a living that was because it wasn't writing. So I just happened to know that it wasn't writing. So tell us what you actually did prior to you losing your losing um, that job or your career, basically. OK, so um, let's see. Hmm. My bachelor's is in um, mass communication, print journalism. So that's where the writing part comes in, because I've always had a passion for writing. That's why I chose that. And I loved magazines like Essence and Vibe and everything. So I didn't um, have a job at first. So I started working for a loss and loans mitigations um, company. And then I went back for my master's, which um, is what I do full time. So my master's is in student affairs. So I work um, in the higher education realm of things. And I love it because it keeps me young. And I just like um, college students like it's, it's just fresh um so that's what I was doing I was in student affairs uh, I still kind of am I'm job searching now but that is what I was doing while I was writing everything and then um post my departure from the job that I recently had Hey, I know that you are enjoying this episode of the Corporate Hustle Podcast, where we're interviewing Latia, but we have to stop right now and make sure we pay the bills for this podcast, y'all, because it's all about profitable income. This particular one is brought to you by the Corporate Hustle Virtual Summit. Currently, right now, we are accepting ambassadors. So if you would like to be an ambassador for the Corporate Hustle um, Virtual Summit, which is a five-day summit that we've been doing for three years. This is volume three. It's a way for you to earn additional money just by promoting it and having fun with us and learning the behind the scenes and networking and collaboration. Then I encourage you to head to bit.ly backslash chvs ambassador. 2021. That's bit.ly capital C H V S ambassadors 2021. Corporate Hustle Virtual Summit Ambassadors 2021. Also, you can email me at hello at corporate hustle you, just you as in like the actual letter you instead of you. Hello at corporate hustle you.com if you are interested in being an ambassador for this year's summit. Also, make sure you mark your dates. On February 16th, we will be celebrating Mardi Gras style, telling you all the speakers that will be a part of the summit this year. And you guys, there are over 
25 speakers. So I'm really excited. Again, I hope you take this opportunity to learn something different, to meet new people, and you become an ambassador for the Corporate Hustle Virtual. So you decided, so you end up going the just the traditional route, and then now you've returned back to your original passion or your original actual undergraduate degree, mass communications, even though you're you're showing people that you can use that degree in different ways. So right. already there, because she was saying you did it for, um, I never thought about mass communication going into that what you do, what you did for undergrad. So that was oh, kind of yeah. cool. Yeah, that's kind of cool, which makes sense because it's communicating with people. So, yeah. Right. So tell me, how did you find your illustrator or what was that process like? So let's see. At first, I had spoken with a gentleman and then a young lady. And honestly, they couldn't I couldn't meet, you know, their pricing demands. And so I was like, I'm not going to, you know, make you come down or ask you to come down because, you know, you know your worth. So I was like, let me figure something else out. So um, I remembered when I was working for the consortium, I had a, um, what was it? My coworker was over like the community engagement. And so he um, had had a student go, what did she do? She started her own like publishing company. And so for her children's books, she used Fiverr. So it's F-I-V-E-R-R.com and it has an app. I love the app. So I went on there and I was like, okay, who can, you know, fit my, my pricing demands, but also make it look as close to what I, what I envisioned it. Cause I knew I wanted it to look a little different from, everything else that you see out there, but I didn't want it to stray away and not be appealing to first the parents or the individual purchasing the book, but also to the um, students or kids that are reading it. So I went on there and I found, um, her name is Fazia Najim, and she is from Pakistan. And she was so great, um, just a joy to work with. And I've never seen her at all. So it's just through text and I sent her my ideas and she was like, well, this is the price. And I said, okay, that's great. Um, and so, so far she's illustrated two of the books. And since the original book is a series, she'll illustrate everything else because I don't want to deviate from what's already out there. This is so awesome. My VA is from um, Philippines. So, and I absolutely love her. She keeps oh, me wow. completely going and focused. So I, you know, love it. Empowering women across the world is awesome sauce. Um, so tell us what the books are about, right? Because I realized that I've been interviewing y'all probably like, what kind of book is it? What's going on in the books? But it's <laughs> for me, I'm like, it's a little black girl on a book. So I'm going to buy it. But tell the people <laughs> what the books are about. <laughs> so that's a great question. So the book, um, it's called Carly Rae and Crew. And it's about um, this little kindergartner, Carly Ray. Carly Ray doesn't have a last name because people keep asking me that. What's her last name? Where does she live? She lives in the land of Carly Ray. I don't know where she lives. She has no hometown, but um, she just lives there. So Carly Ray and Crew, she's six years old. And the first book is entitled uh, Carly Ray and Crew, uh, First Day of School. So it's all about her. First day in her kindergarten class, and um, she had met her teacher, I guess, you know, like when when they do the parent-teacher thing before you send your child off to school. So she had previously met the teacher. She at least knew the teacher's name. And so she goes into the classroom, and um, she meets a young 
girl who they instantly become friends and it showcases like Carly writing. And I know people are like, she's six years old. How is she writing? That's because her mother uh, made sure that she was advanced and that she could do all of those things. And so um, she was able to write the words that, you know, she went over with her mom. So the book is really just about her adventures. So the next book, and I know you'll ask me at some point, but the next book is Rainforest Day. And you asked about the illustrator. I love the illustrator because she put so much detail into the scene. She calls them scenes. So into the back of what's going on. And I purposely picked her because once she showed me like, the sample and everything, I'm like, oh, well, you can sit down with your smaller child who may not know how to read yet and go over shapes and colors and and numbers and this and that. And if your child does know how to read, then they can obviously read everything, but still, you can still go over those like developmental skills that they need so that they can um, progress once they go into the classroom. Awesome. Now, what... um. Did you have any legal challenges with doing the book or having to get a lawyer to make sure that everything was good or how did that part work out? No, I haven't. Honestly, I haven't thought about that. But <laughs> I did go ahead and I um, registered my business, which is the Coco Student. And that's like the overall like Archie umbrella that the books are under. Okay. Um. And so because I went through Amazon, everything is pretty much protected already copyrighted and protected. Yeah. So yeah. I'm yeah. pretty much fine on that end. Okay. So with the with the Coco student, um, mm-hmm. is your vision for that to be that you are a publisher of other people's stuff or are you always just writing your stuff under that? Like what kind of company is it or the end game for it? Oh gosh, that's a good question. Um Man, you pulling it out of me, making me think. <laughs> so, um, okay. So I'll tell you how it started. So the Coco student pretty much started because I was a student. I'm in my now, what is it? Second year of, or two and a half, something like that. Second year of my doctoral program. And I was like, okay, how can I showcase um, what I'm doing? Whether it's like challenges that I'm facing in school being that, I've been a full-time, you know, working professional up until now, but still being an adult, going back to school is hard within itself. Um, And so I took that and I was like, okay, well, I can show what I'm doing, what I'm working on, you know, um, via Instagram. And so then when I came out with the book, I'm like, okay, well, she's in school and she's learning things. So why not kind of try to merge the two with that? Um, Eventually, I love to come out with some type of apparel um, maybe it's a mommy and me type of apparel that just has like the cocoa student, um, or a daddy and dude or something. I have no idea, but, um, that, so I do at some point want to be a consultant or want the cocoa student to be more of like an educational consulting type of thing to handle, um, anybody that has questions on how to, publish a book, whether that's, I kind of want to stay in the realm of children's books because that that's what I'm doing. I don't want to step into like romance or fiction or nonfiction or anything like that. Um, but yes, I definitely want it to be um, a resource to where I can help individuals who have the passion 
for it, but maybe not necessarily the time or don't know the route to go um, to do that. Awesome. I love that. I love that. Now you said, so there's something that you will do in the future. So how did it feel when you first sold your books or like the reaction you got? Like, how did you feel? Um, wow. So when, when on Amazon, when it first like said that it was done, I was like, oh my gosh, like it's complete. It's, it's finished. Um, and they accepted it. So I immediately sent the link to family and friends. Because I was like, okay, I need somebody. Oh, you have a book. <laughs> um, I need somebody to actually um, purchase the book prior to me releasing it so that they can give a review or um, show pictures. So when I first saw the book, my friend actually purchased it. And I went over her house for a girl's night. And I looked at the book and my other friend was there and she was like, wait, this is your first time seeing? I said, yes, this is my first time seeing. I was so excited. I didn't cry. I don't cry too much, but I felt like I wanted to um, because this was so big for me. I always said I was going to uh, publish something. I just didn't know what or write something and get it published. I just didn't know what. I never imagined it would be a children's book at that. And so nobody can see it, but there's like the sticker is on the back of my phone, some of the characters. So I'm kind of just looking like, wow, this is, I did this type of thing. I love that. Okay. So, so I, I posted a book through Amazon. Now, you know, you can order some of these ahead of time though. You know, you can go in the back end and order some. You just didn't order <laughs> after that. You so that, that's what I've been doing. I right. have been. Yeah, so yeah, because yeah. I had to get my um build my up. revenue up, oh, generate income, I was like, I can't buy, you know, hundreds of books. But um I did do that. At my recent book signing, that's how I was able to have the books and sign them. And so I, this year I do plan on maybe starting like a collect uh not collection. Um, I guess so. Ultimately, I want the Coco student to be like a one-stop shop warehouse type of thing. Yeah. Um, uh, everything, yeah. bundle it, because I can get yeah. a coloring book and the book yes. together, all that kind of good stuff. That's going to yeah. be great. So we did all of this. Um, I know you have a new book coming up, but what's actually just next for you? If one, one, let me ask you a question before I do that. The mom looks like you with this hair. <laughs> <laughs> Did she do that on purpose? Um, <laughs> His hair is your hair. <laughs> I, I think so. I sent her a picture of just this random mother, black mother, and... Okay, I was wondering. And I looked, I was like, wait a minute, she does kind of look like me a little bit. The hair, yeah. the hair. I love it, I love it. And her outfit and how she's modern. Um, okay, so... What is actually besides the next book, though? What is what's next in your life just going on? I know you're a PhD student. You have this, so um, tell us what's next, and then I'm going to ask you about some productivity. Okay. <laughs> so next, um, mm, I'll be going to residency in March. This will be my second residency residency for my EDD program, and um, so school starts back for me in what two days on thursday so when we get done here i will be forced to read and i don't i don't want to as much as i like to write and read this stuff it's fun but reading like for school i'm like okay why did i you said magazines and books and that's a little bit different reading than yeah 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 academic reading so 
what's next is just really school, um, job searching, obviously, um, but also writing. So like I said, I have I have my goal is to have the third book in the series complete, hopefully by the summertime, as well as the male version of the coloring book. Um, and the coloring book, I may not um, debut that until the fall, just to kind of give myself some time to mm-hmm. get um, everything together. But I will say the third book in the series will introduce a new character who's a male. Awesome. Ooh, ooh. Suspense. You heard it here first, people. You heard it here first on the Corporate House <laughs> Podcast. There is a male entity coming. No, no. But let me ask you this, though. So as a book writer, right, um, you wrote this book, but books can be um, what uh, promoted over and over and over again because everybody doesn't have the book. So mm-hmm. is there any plan or strategy that um, for actually getting this book to the masses or getting it out there? more yes so um i'm actually meeting with um i guess he's my graphic designer marketing person i meet with him next week but um yes i was recently talking to my father and i'm like okay i need to figure out what i want to do to get it out on more platforms other than just amazon and hopefully um go through getting it like actually on the shelves so I'm looking into Ingram Sparks or yeah, Ingram Sparks, which it will put it in still on Amazon, but also Walmart, Barnes and Noble. And I think Target, I'm not sure, but I know Walmart, Barnes and Noble will be an additional uh, platform that the book can be purchased on. I am going to try to get it in some local bookstores here in Atlanta. So I have a couple people that I need to reach out to. But yes, as far as like, look, if you have some advice on how I can get this out nationally, please let me know. Yeah. Um, I would definitely say um, that that's an awesome plan. I would, because I don't know how much your book is, but I would send this to the local um, influencers that have kids. Okay. So let's say... um, Candy Burst's little girl or blah, blah, blah's mm-hmm. little girl, right? They, mm-hmm. you know, send them the book, right? Those little girls, because they have massive followings um, mm-hmm. and, you know, don't mind doing it. You're here in Atlanta. So, you know, mm-hmm. usually if you can get it to their publishers or whatever, that's always an awesome thing. Um, and also just your mommy bloggers and things like that. Um, black mommy bloggers. Okay. Um, not necessarily, even if you just introduce it or tell them about it. Um I would say that also what you're doing now, um, go on some podcasts or yeah. um, do little mini shorts, um, but definitely in at least post it in the national, your national uh, <laughs> places um, yeah. that you know, look um, on websites and things like that, because it, one, you are a melon writer of kids mm-hmm. books, which is um, uncommon, right? It's, it's right. like every day we see them. And I believe there's some, I know it's at least two little girls and, well, three things that I'm aware of right now, and I'll send them to you afterwards as well. But the amici of one of them are having a book club where they're looking for melon books, right? Okay. So those little girls, you recommending this book, their parents would go buy it, right? Okay. Um, also, it was the one girl that was like searching for 100 books, 100 black books a year or whatever that mm-hmm. she's trying to do. Again, it's about, you know, the PR behind that, sending that to them. You don't have to send the free book, but just, hey, 
think about my book, you know, that type of thing. Um, But yeah, definitely that. I would definitely say mommy bloggers in that world and lots of interviews um, because you have an awesome story. I would get that, you know, just craft that whole story that you're telling, your brand story itself. Like, and there's some inspiration behind Carly, right? right? So there's probably a background story to how you even thought about the character Mm -hmm. um, that people would be interested in. um, And that would be what would draw people in, right? Like, why did you think of her, you know, um, what did you think was missing in the market? Um, Mm -hmm. Things like that. That brand story will bring people to it. Uh, And then it's awesome. Because you have so much... Um, potential with the book because like you said she doesn't have a hometown yet she has so many adventures to go on um, there's you know little mini cartoons that you could do little advertising like little one minute mm-hmm. animation situations for for um, social media guys mm-hmm. the limit um, you know here at Corporate Hustle you know I'm all about you need ideas always ping me out you know I'll give ideas all day every day to help people brand themselves and be fabulous so how did you manage your stress level with getting your book out looking for a new job or a PhD uh, life you know home COVID all of the things, right, happened to you in 2020, right? Awesome year. God is great. But that is a lot to take on at one time. So just tell the people how you were able to get through that or, you know. Now, I know you guys want to know, like, wow, what did Latia do in the pandemic um, in order to get this done? But I want you to become an investor with me. That's right. I want you to learn how to stash with me. You guys see all that hoopla with AMC and Robinhood, but there's a better app out there and it's called Stash. And right now, if you go to bit.ly backslash stash with me 2020, that's bit.ly backslash stash with me 2020, you will get 20 bucks in stock to begin investing. So Stash is about investing for the long term it's called stash like stashing it away so this isn't the fly by night trying to get rich overnight gambling that is going on on some of these other apps instead it's a sustainable way for you to create a future for yourself so i invite you to come stash with me stash is um this podcast is powered by stash so please be sure to visit bit.ly backslash stash with me 2020 and you will get 20 bucks to begin investing now back to the episode um, mm, I don't think I realized I was stressed until I realized I was stressed oh, <laughs> um, because I had so many different things going on. So a lot of times I created breaks for myself. So I was staring in front because my class um, work or coursework is online. I'm staring in front of a screen all day because I have to um get things out via social media for the book or whatever I'm doing. I'm staring at screens. And and even though I created breaks, I was still like looking at watching TV. But at the same time, it wasn't like so close, like right up to my face. Um, I started walking more. So at least twice a week, I would get out with um, one of our fraternity brothers who is actually a former student of mine who's an engineer, but I was like, hey, we need to go walk because I'm tired of being in this house for right now and we both could use exercise or something. So I just started doing that twice a week, which is really good. Um, I'm a tea drinker, so I like to drink um, hot 
peace a lot and just creating breaks and realizing that I I I learned how to multitask. So even though the TV would be on, I could have my laptop um, in front of me and do what I need to do. But um, realizing that I needed some type of noise or I needed to be in a different atmosphere, even though I was stuck in the house. Um, so yeah, creative breaks pretty much just kind of helped me out a lot. I love that. So get gotta get your hot tea on, a little chamomile, a little situation. My <laughs> husband is like that as well. He is the king of there has to be no ambient no, there has to be noise in the background for him to do work. So he always has a TV on, even if he's not really watching the TV, it's mm-hmm. always on in the background. He could be on his computer and I'm like, why is the TV on your computer? But he always has that multi environment thing going on. So I think that's awesome. Even though I'm like the baby is enough multitasking <laughs> noise. But yes, that is awesome. So do you have any advice for aspiring authors or people who are working that want to pursue their dreams? So those who want to write, um don't be afraid to put yourself out there. Don't be like me and wait five years <laughs> to do it. Or you if you come across a stumbling block like I did with you know having issues with getting it out there, just take a moment um, to kind of decompress and then start it again. Don't like let the time uh, pass you by and you have to believe in yourself. And it's also okay to make mistakes. There are two mistakes in that book. And I was like, oh my God, I was so devastating. But uh, like, it is what it is. It's out there. There are mistakes in people who've been writing for 20 years, all of anything that they publish, there are mistakes in textbooks, but still um, it's out there for you to read and, and consume and enjoy. So don't limit yourself and know that things are not going to be perfect and that's okay. Yes, this is saying that if you if your first product is perfect, then it was too late. So if you put something out that's perfect, then that means you probably waited too long to put it out. So definitely go out there and pursue it. You know, put it out there, learn, grow. It's not even like you and you could always revise it and resubmit it. Right. So it's not even like you can't do that. So it's, you know, perfectly okay. Tell the people where they can pick up Carly Ray and the crew, the first book, the coloring book or how we can support you, Latia. Tell them your handles. Give us all the good information. Okay, so um, the coloring book is called Carly Ray and Crew. Carly, C-A-R-L-I-E, Ray, R-A-E, and Crew. Um, that can be purchased on Amazon. You can search that via the title, as well as the coloring book is called The Little Queen, T-H-E-Q-U-E-E-N. Uh, well, The Queen. There you go. Little in the middle. Um, so you can <laughs> you can uh, search that as well. But if you want to just simply search my name, Latia, L-E-T-I-A, Wyatt, W-Y-A-T-T. Um, that is my name on Facebook. That is how you can search it on Amazon if you do not have the link. And you can also get the same information if you follow me on my Facebook page which is the Coco student, C-O-C-O. And then that's the same thing at the Coco student on Instagram as well. And all of her information will be in the show notes. If you head over to the podcast show notes, all of the links for her Amazon, for you to grab it, for your support, an up and coming awesome 
black female writer out here that is paving her own way. So she didn't wait for some big book deal to put it out there. Self-published, support black small business, of course. And she is a corporate hustler because she does believe in working and building her business at the same time and branding and all the things. So um, thank you for joining us on this episode of the Corporate Hustle Podcast. We always enjoy learning how people are navigating their space as they grow their brands and their business um, as professionals. So mm-hmm. it was exciting having you. And um, yeah, we look forward to you coming back again and telling us who the new character is or <laughs> actually once you are ready to take on clients for the Coco student because we're going to hold you accountable to that. We're going to be like, okay, at least a year from now, where the clients at? Where the clients I at? Actually, I actually have my first um, client consultant. My first client is this Thursday, awesome. Wednesday, this Wednesday at 6 p.m. So I am taking clients now. It's crazy how that went, but I just decided to go hey, for it. You know, I'm here for it. So thank you so it. much for having me. This has been great. Nope. You guys, thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Corporate Hustle Podcast. If you want the show notes, you can head to Demetia.com. That is where the Corporate Hustle um, Podcast lives. That's Demetia.com, D-E-M-I-S-H-I-A.com. You can catch the show notes, but you can check Latia out on Facebook, on Instagram. She is Latia Wyatt, L-E-T-I-A Wyatt, W-Y-A-T-T. And I do encourage you to during this Black History Month, please, please, please be sure to support small black businesses, um, solopreneurs, and all the things. Um, So I'm really excited to kick off this Black History Month with her being my first guest of the new year inside of the first week of Black History. So talk to you guys soon. And always, I appreciate your support. Be sure to please, please, please leave a comment um, or leave your, you know, like your opinions, leave topics that you want to hear, guests you want to see. We're just trying to grow and level up in the new year. Talk to you guys soon.